listening to one podcast that supports equality by offending everyone equally. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up Republican shit. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast. With your host, Daniel Ripples. Treat objects like women, man. And Mike Morano. <laughs> so sit back, relax, and prepare to be desensitized. We're on a mission from God. Your toes on the trigger, and they're here to help you keep from pulling in. This is the Toe on the Trigger Podcast, episode 009. My name is Daniel Rebels, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Mike Murado. How's it going today, Mike? I'm doing all right, man. I'm a little tired. A little bit tired. Yeah. Got some jet lag? Yeah, I think so, yeah. You just took a, a what, day and a half trip to the land of, uh, of legal marijuana. Yeah, I was out in Denver, Colorado. Did you, uh, did you partake in the festivities of, of that... <laughs> I have an interesting story having to do with that a little bit. Oh, do you? Yeah. I imagine that you have a few, and of course, you always leave me kind of uh, out of the uh, out of the loop on stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't uh, want to ruin the surprise. But you did tell me that you had a, an interesting uh, kind of a, an experience at the Colorado airport involving a word <laughs> that you're not really allowed to say. An interesting arrival. An interesting arrival. So what happened? So. Um, when I arrived, it was probably around like, uh, it's probably like two ten around there, you know. And uh, I had already known arriving there that my ride was going to be a couple of hours late. Hours? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the friend that I was visiting was working that day. It was like their weekend. Yeah. So um, I think they were like getting off work like an hour after I got there, and then it was an hour drive from uh, from Greeley over to Denver. Greeley, that's where our buddy's from. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, like, I knew immediately when I got there, like, all right, I got to kill some time. I'll do, like, a spot, like, a video spot for toe on the trigger, you know what I mean? And, like, I, I was already planning on, like, having video footage for the whole trip. Yeah. And uh, to put something together, which I'll, I won't have until about next week, because I literally just, like... You just landed. Yeah, like, I just landed. Like, an hour ago. So, um, when I arrived, like, I was like, all right, like, I hadn't eaten breakfast. <laughs> it's already, like, <laughs> it's... uh. Like, two in the afternoon there. Mm. So, I was like, I need to get some food and, uh, you know, get out of this airport. This airport was huge, gigantic. Really? Yeah. So, um, I'm, like, walking around or whatever, and all I see is, like, fucking McDonald's and fucking Panda and Ben and & Jerry's and, you know what I mean, pizza ass. <laughs> pizza ass. Yeah, pizza coffee. The best coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Like, I realized I was walking, like, where the terminal is mm-hmm. and uh, where all the gates are. And, like, I hit a dead end. Like, there was no exit signs in this fucking airport. Yeah. And, like, I later found, like... Uh, it's like a casino. There's no clocks, no exit signs. Yeah, dude. Like, I found out, like, you had to, like, take this train from the gates into, like, the like where the TSA area is. It's, like, that leads out to the parking yeah. lot. And, like, when I first saw this train, I was like, I don't want to get on a train. Like, I don't have money for that. I didn't know it was free. That It was just taking you, like, <laughs> it's just across. It's a free shuttle. It's just it's taking like you across the airport. The Atlanta airport's like that, too. The Atlanta airport, I think, is, like, the biggest airport in the country. Oh, really? And they have a train a train like that that takes you to all the terminals, the baggage claim, all that crap. Yeah. So, like, once I uh, once I realized that I was walking in circles, 
I decided I'd start reading the signs. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a good idea. There was a there was a sign I read that said uh, gates A40 to A99 in this direction mm-hmm. that was lit up. Yeah. And underneath that, in writing that wasn't lit up, is I got a little picture here too we can post. Is uh, a, it says tornado shelter. <laughs> All right. what's a tornado <laughs> yeah and it was at that point that i realized like oh fuck i'm not in california anymore right and i sent you a message earlier yeah you said, sent me uh, a long message and i was like dude you should <laughs> you should literally have like blogged this entire thing because it would have been kind of cool to see like uh you know a step not step by step but like a play-by-play of mike's like i don't know i wouldn't call it an awakening but you're definitely on a voyage yeah you know so just so the listeners know, I've never I live in San Diego. I've never been like south of Ensenada, which is like an hour and a half from San Diego south. I've never been north of Bakersfield, you know, obviously west of San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the ocean. <laughs> or east of Phoenix. So like I don't you know what I mean? Tornadoes You've been to Vegas though, haven't you? Um yeah, but that's just as far east is it? as Phoenix is. I don't even know. I think Phoenix is a little bit further east. Mm. But um it's still that's in our backyard, you yeah. know. Yeah, pretty so, much. So, like, I saw a tornado, and I was like, oh, fuck, like, the reality was setting in. I didn't see any tornadoes in, when I was out there, but yeah. I was like, all right, well, you know. But that's, like, as real to them as, like, wildfires are to us, you know? Like, it's just they have, like, tornado seasons and stuff. Yeah, like, you know, they don't know when it's going to come. And So, like, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, I got to check out this fucking, uh, this tornado shelter. So, I'm like, I start following the signs, right? And I still haven't eaten. I start following the signs that say, like, tornado shelter this way. And, uh, again, this airport was pretty big and I ended up walking back over by the fucking food court and I got distracted by some fucking McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm sitting there and I'm like thinking about it and I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like I'm looking for this place, this fucking tornado shelter and I got distracted by McDonald's. So let me like whip out the video camera and as I'm eating, you know, I'm doing a little spot trying to be funny. You know what I mean? Like do a little vlog or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, as I'm talking about it, I end up calling this thing a bomb shelter. <laughs> so Uh, i ended up saying bomb in the airport and the thing was i'm in the food court so there's like people talking so i was trying to like for the video i was trying to be like really loud and clear with it yeah and uh i just didn't realize that like i say like bomb (laughs) yeah (laughs) bomb shelter and there's this like little white fucking couple next to me with a little cute baby you know what i mean and they're having some mcdonald's too and like i'm i'm looking into the video camera but I can feel them in my peripheral. Like, yeah. they kind of jolted, and, like, the mom, like, looked over at me. <laughs> and I, like, immediately corrected myself, and I said, oh, I mean, a tornado shelter. Yeah. And uh, and then I hear, you know, this these two girls. Like, I didn't turn around to see what they look like, but these yeah. two girls behind me, like, they're like, oh, did, did he just say did bomb? You, did you hear what he just said? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, <laughs> and I start panicking, man. Like, I started freaking out. <laughs> I hurry up, and I finish my food. And I'm like, I just need to get out of here. Like, just get out of the general area. Like, that's not, like, I've heard the horror stories, you know what I mean? I don't like rubber gloves. Dude, well, you you had told me the other day, like, I said bomb in the airport, and I was like, dude, are you okay? And you, like, didn't respond for hours, and <laughs> I was like, like, dude, he's already you in. Get detained? Yeah. And I, I went about my time, and then the next, it was the next morning. The next morning, you text me I'm, back. I'm, like, sitting there, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And my friend's like, what? And I'm like, I totally, like, didn't respond to my friend's text message. He was asking me if I'd been detained. Yeah, I thought so you were, like, in, I was convinced you were in Guantanamo Bay eating a cock meat sandwich at this point. <laughs> no, so I leave there. So I walk away, and I'm doing, like, more, mm. I wasn't, like, vlogging as I walk, you know. And I was just being stupid. I'm like, I just got there. I was like, you know, I wonder what Colorado has that we don't have. So I'm like walking by like the Panda and the McDonald's and I'm like vlogging. I'm like, Colorado has McDonald's. They have Panda Express. And I'm just fucking just being a goofball walking around. Yeah. 
And uh, after looking for this tornado shelter on my own, like for like maybe five, maybe 10 minutes, I just got bored of it. Yeah. I was like, dude, I need to ask somebody. <clears throat> so, oh, there's a lot of Indian people there, mm-hmm. uh, like working. Like I went to go order a McDouble and this lady didn't, she works there. And she doesn't know. She me. didn't know what I was talking about. Like she works at McDonald's. She works at the McDonald's and like I had, like I had to like point at the fucking menu. Oh, dude. Yeah. So oh, I was man. like, oh, all right. So like I go up to this guy, like he's like uh, at one of the gates for the, for the different airlines. And I'm asking him, I was like, hey, is there any way like I can see this, uh, this tornado shelter that I keep like seeing signs for? And he kind of got mad. Like really? he like in an angry voice, he was like, let me see if I'm going to give you my best, uh, Indian oh, here accent. Here we go. <laughs> he's like, why? You... I, I can't do an Indian like at all. You can't, you can't <laughs> no, even try can't. for us. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he's like, He's like, he's like, why do you want to go there? He's like, why? <laughs> okay, yeah, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Anyway, so he was like super angry and he wanted to know like why I wanted to go there. And he was being loud. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, why me? Like, I was like, no, like, just just forget about it. He's like, I just wanted to see it. You know, I'm trying to capture some video. I'm, I'm from California. I'm man. Like, yeah, I don't know what he, tornadoes like, are. He seemed like, like he didn't, he was uncomfortable with the fact that I was asking about this tornado shelter. Yeah. So then like he gets the attention not on purpose. He gets the attention of like an actual security guard. Oh man! And like he like he notices the yelling. This guy was being kind of loud. He wasn't like yelling super loud, but he was just being loud. And he comes over and he's like, he's like, uh, is there a problem here? And I was like, I'm like, no. And I'm holding my fucking GoPro in my hand, and like I'm just shaking my head. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And the guy was nice enough to be like, no, no problem. He's just, you know what I mean? Like he started telling him. I was like, oh, I was just, you know, I saw the signs. For the tornado shelter, like I'm from California, I just want to see if I can get a tour of it. <laughs> and uh, we take lo- our tornadoes very seriously, <laughs> sir. He looks at my hand and he's like, "Is, uh, is there a reason why you're videotaping in here?" And I was like, "I'm, I'm just a tourist man. I'm just here for a couple of days. I was just, you know, trying to get some video footage of some stuff." And like, on the inside, I wanted to like practice my rights, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's so hard. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything wrong, yeah. and then like. I realized, like, you know what, man? Like, it's not worth the trouble. Yeah. I just got here, man. Like, I've been here, like, maybe 15, 20 minutes. I, I got shit to do next week. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm sorry. I'll, I'll put the camera away. You know, I'm just, I'm just trying to get out of here. And, uh, so it feels a lot pretty quick, but it was a, it was an alarming arrival. Yeah. That's kind of abrasive. Like, welcome to Colorado. <laughs> yeah. I thought everybody would be chill, you know, because they're all stoned. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, man, the airport, it's, <laughs> they should call it like the, I don't know, they shouldn't call it Denver International because it's not actually in Denver. Where it's just like. It's like it, a half hour outside of Denver. Is it really? Yeah. Out in the middle of this fucking field. And like my idea was like, okay, she's going to be there late. I'll kind of cruise around, check out the airport, maybe eat. And then like, I'll just walk into town. <laughs> walk over to Denver. <laughs> so uh, I finally, man, like maybe like 20 minutes after that, I find the exit. Okay. I take the fucking little, the tram or whatever, back over to the parking area. I find the exit. I'm actually in the parking lot now. And all I see is like, uh, like buses and taxis and shit like that with like fucking, um, like the car rental places. Yeah. Uh, like tattooed on the side of the bus. Tattooed. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, all right, I don't really want to pay for a bus to go anywhere. So maybe I'll just walk out of here. So I bust out my fucking Google Maps app and I'm like, all right, I'll just. (laughs) Look up Denver. Find find the nearest location. Well, when I finally looked at it, like Denver would look super far. Like I was like, I'm not walking that far, so maybe I'll walk to one of these parks nearby. So I see a little pond on the map. I said I'll go there. I hit the walking directions and it says no available routes. What? And I'm like, uh, okay. 
So, like, I keep looking, and then, like, I zoom into the map as much as I can, like, have it on satellite so you can see the actual image. Yeah. No sidewalks anywhere. Wow. So, I'm thinking, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, how do people get out of here unless they have a vehicle? Or, like, they're, like, forcing me to, like, rent a cab now. Yeah. I wasn't going to do that, you know? You should have went Uber, man. You should have Ubered your way out. I'm cheap. <laughs> so, uh, eventually, like, I'm, like, walking around, and I realize, like. Just the airport. Yeah, I'm walking around the airport, and I realize, like, I'm going to have to take a bus out of here or a cab. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And I was like, for some reason, like, I had this scene where I can't, I feel uncomfortable talking to white people in, like, business attire. Really? Yeah, like, I don't know why. I just, like, I huh. couldn't go up to them and be like, hey, man, does this bus charge? So, like, I'm, like, freaking out at this point. Like, I want to get out of here. Like, yeah. I already had, like, a bad experience at the airport. Like, I don't want to, like, further, like, I don't want to overstay my welcome. Well, because you're brown, and that's automatically, like, red, <laughs> yeah, that's, like, red flag I mean. already. So, uh. I'm, like, looking around, and I see this black dude, like, sitting over, like, probably, like, 50 yards from me, sitting on a bench with his fucking Beats headphones. And I was, like, oh, like, I can talk to him. Like, this is my homie right here. <laughs> yeah, like, this I feel comfortable talking. So, I, like, I'm, like, jogging over there, like, doing the slow, lazy jog. <laughs> and there's all these buses crossing in front of me. So, like, I had to stop for one of them. The bus moves kind of slow. And as as I see, like, the back end of it, mm-hmm. and I look at this black guy, he's, like, boarding a bus. Oh. And there's, like, a bunch of people behind him. And I'm like, I'm like, no. And like, by the time I get over there, it was my like, brother. it was just taken off. And I was going to ask him like, hey, like, you know, how do I get out of here if I don't have a car? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's the only question I had. Yeah. And I noticed he got on an Alamo car rental uh, bus. Okay. So like, he's gone. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, he was my only hope. <laughs> so <laughs> in a panic, this is where I went with this, man. I'm like, I need to take the next Alamo bus. Because I know he's going to be at the Alamo to Rental find him at to the find fun- this black guy because he's the only person the, I felt comfortable this talking one, to. This one brown person. I need to find the only brown person in Colorado. <laughs> so, like, I literally did that. I jump like this Alamo bus pulls up right behind me. I jump on the bus and the old man's like, uh, "Do you have a reservation?" And I'm like, "Oh fuck, you need a reservation to ride the buses." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Uh, no, but my buddy gave me a promo code. Like, I'm supposed to go over to Alamo and like rent this car." And he's like, yeah, we're out of cars. And I'm like, uh, all right. So, and he's Was just, that a lie? No, like, he just, like, he seemed serious. He's like, yeah, we're, we're totally. No, I mean, out. did you lie to him? Like, you actually had a problem? <laughs> yeah, I had okay. no intention on renting a yeah, car. Yeah, I was going to say, you just got done saying you were cheap and now you're about to rent a car. This... No, I was saying that so I could stay on the bus and get right <laughs> over there. So he's telling me, he says, there's no, there's no car rentals at all out. And I'm like, so, and he's just staring at me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so get off the bus. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I get off and I'm like, fuck. I was like, well, I guess now I realize these buses are free if you're like going to the car rental place, which is like probably a 10 mile or 10, 10 minute drive from the airport. Yeah. Right. And it's the only thing nearby. Like I, I was already looking at the map and there was like a subway over there. I was like, all right, like if I can get there, I can at least walk to the subway and like have like some shit to do. You know, there's like a convenience stores and a small shopping center over there yeah so i jump on a hertz bus yeah (laughs) and i'm like you know i look like i'm supposed to be there yeah and then i get to the i get the to the hertz lot yeah and uh you know i get i get off the bus and i'm just like walking around everybody's walking into the building and i just walk past the building because i'm not gonna you know i'm just like trying to get out of there yeah and uh, i walk past the building and people are looking at me kind of funny because i'm just walking around like while everybody's in the office and then i realize this whole fucking parking lot like the whole hertz property is like gated. Oh, there's like one way in and one way out, and it's like those uh, when you're like on a toll road. It's like the booths, yeah, with like the arm that comes up. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, so I panic again. You know what I mean? Like, how am I gonna get out of here? <laughs> Your like, trip sucks already. <laughs> yeah, you've been there what an hour and a if half. That dude. Yeah, like. So I'm like, all right. Like, I'll look up walking directions from here. So there was walking directions, 
And I start to follow them. And then I realize that it's like taking me out to the booths, you know, like where all the cars are driving out. Like you have to, once you drive out, they inspect your car, they lift up the arm if the car is fine and you leave in your new rental. And uh, I'm like, all right, like that's like my only way out. Mm -hmm. And there's like a bunch of traffic, like a bunch of cars being rented. So what ended up happening was like, I ended up like waiting in traffic, like I'm a vehicle (laughs) and I'm on foot. And I didn't know what else to do, dude. Like, I'm freaking out. Like, my only other option was to get on, like, the 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 arrival bus. Like, basically, the one that takes you back to the airport. Yeah. And I didn't want to go back there because yeah. that shit sucked. Yeah. So, I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm walking, like, following the directions. And that's where it's taking me. So, I figure, like, worst case scenario, if he gives me shit, I'll be like, Google Maps told me. <laughs> so, I'm like. And Blame traffic, Google. <laughs> traffic's moving slow. So, I'm, like, just sitting there inching my way. In traffic. Foot. Yeah, dude. In, so you have in a car behind you and a car in front of you. Yeah, there was like one of those like light blue, like a light blue Prius in front of me. And, like, I think like a Toyota Camry. Was Were you just me. looking down so you don't have to like make yeah, was eye on, contact? Yeah, I was on my phone. So like I just didn't, so I didn't have to make eye contact with anybody. And people just think you're just another stupid zombie just like <laughs> waiting in line. You're like, oh, I thought this was Panda Express. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I get up to the booth and the guy just like stares at me and shakes his head. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I didn't need a car. So he like lifts the arm and like I just get out of it. <laughs> and uh, again, he even couldn't walk around it. I could have, and I think that's why he shook his head because like yeah, because you're being a fucking moron. <laughs> He's like, what's wrong with this fucking guy? I panicked, dude. I really like I was so uncomfortable at this point that I was just like, I just gotta follow the rules and stay out of trouble, you know, oh, until man. until my ride gets here. So then, like, do you know this is how like probably like foreigners feel too? When they come to America for the first time. Yeah, they don't know what's going they on. They just have no fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> so I, I ended up walking down to the subway. That was like four miles from where I was oh. with no sidewalks, dude. Like, And I ended up like going on this rant, like on a video rant, because like, I was so pissed off that there was no sidewalks there. Yeah. And it ended up, everything ended up, by the time I got there, my ride was there. So so the rest of your trip was, was good though, right? Uh, Yeah. I'd say okay. it was pretty good. All yeah. right. And you got a bunch of video footage, and hopefully the, the viewers can see uh, on our YouTube channel here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So some good footage of you ranting and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No no, no video of you waiting in line, though, right? No. No, <laughs> no. Uh, I busted up the video camera once I started walking down the highway. And, like, even then, like, so this whole car rental place was still another, like, 25 minutes from Denver. So like I wouldn't have been able to leave yeah. the area without a, without a car. Yeah, so and, that's uh, pretty fucked. It was cool, you know. I went up into the mountains, explored up there. Uh, this place called Estes Park, which is like just this desolate town up in the mountains. Uh, and then I visited the city. You know what I mean? I wanted to catch a little bit of everything. Estes was kind of cool. There, there was this like weird. Uh, on the way up there, my friend was telling me about these like cave people, like these bums that live in caves up in Estes. Oh, wow. And, like, they refuse to contribute to society, and they're, like, super mean, and, like... They're, like, fucking hardcore extreme libertarians and shit, like... Yeah. <laughs> sovereign citizens. And uh, I was going to investigate that a little bit, and, like, the locals kept, like, telling me, like, I didn't want to do that. It seemed kind of dangerous, I guess. Really? I yeah. Did you end up doing it? No, nobody wanted to point me in, like, that direction. Like, really? like, sir, yeah, you really you really don't want to do that. They're, like, super mean, and it's, like, they, they were saying that it was dangerous, and I was, like, wow, like, how dangerous it. can a bum be, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I've hung out with bums. They ain't, <laughs> yeah. that, they ain't that bad. So, a lot, of, a lot of bear signs up there. I was, like, walking on some trails, and there was, like, uh, like bear season signs. I was, wow. Like, I was, like, fuck that, and I, 
I was looking for bears. <laughs> so, I was determined to find content, man. Like I was like, I can't come back with nothing. <laughs> Seems like you came back with quite a bit, and this isn't going to be your last trip, from what I understand, right? Like you're looking to do this at least what once a couple every couple uh, months, once, probably once every three months, yeah. every three months. So, do you know where your next place is going to be? Uh, Louisiana, I think. Louisiana. Well, because yeah. I know that a few weeks ago when you told me you needed a ride to the airport, you were saying. Uh, you had a couple places in mind, and then you finally settled on Colorado. So I think that you're planning, not that you had poor planning, but you didn't really have anything in mind. You know, you just were no. like, I'm just going to go and just say, fuck it, and hang out with my friend, and that's cool. Yeah. But this, since the next one's three months, you're probably going to, like, look into some tourist attractions or, like, cool things to look at while you're there and to see, I imagine, right? Nah. No? You're just going <laughs> to wing it again? Yeah, I'm just going to wing it. Oh. It was fun doing that, you know? Yeah. I mean? It well, was I mean, super sketchy. Like, I well, was I mean, scared a lot of the time. You, you've, seen, you've seen Vacation, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he had the whole thing planned out, and that was a fucking disaster. So who knows? <laughs> Maybe if you planned it, you'd get you'd get a lot more craziness. Yeah. So uh, what else happened? I went to uh, Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita. Yeah. So this place is uh, what I imagine Vincent Vega mm-hmm. uh, would call a wax museum with a pulse. <laughs> Okay. And uh, that was the same day I arrived. My friend was like, hey, you want to, you know, she gave me a few options and she's like, we can go to Casa Bonita. And I just started laughing. Mm -hmm. And uh, because the only time I had ever heard of this place was on South Park. Okay. And, you know, the little fat kid, Eric Hartman, like he was super excited about going there for his birthday. And I guess he always gets the runs when he goes and he was excited about the cliff divers. And uh, what this place is, is it's like, it looks like a regular building on the outside. It looks like an old Alamo. Yeah. But you walk in and it's like a fucking like. A Mexican Chuck E. Cheese. Oh. So, like, the whole thing is decorated to look like you're outside, but you're walking into, like, a little Mexican village. Yeah. And, like, I mean... Stereotypically racist, probably, too, right? Or is um, it pretty on point? No, it's pretty on point. Like, an old, like, Mexican village, like... And, like, the the buildings, like, on the inside, the little, the little uh, like, the stores and stuff... Yeah. ...have, like, uh, like, balconies, and that's where you sit. Okay. It's like really hard to explain. I got pictures and stuff yeah. we can upload, but they have like this big waterfall and then they have people that come out and do little skits like the, you know, the damsel in distress and the bandit comes out and pushes her off the cliff and she like <laughs> dives into the water. Yeah. It was like super cheesy, man. Like yeah. they have like these caves you can explore after you eat dinner. Oh, that's cool. It was all you can eat, but it was like glorified Taco Bell, man. Like, Did it give you the runs? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I ended up going into the sex shop today and uh, it, it was some okay. after effects from the... From the Casa Bonita food. Oh. I ended up, so I, that's another kind of funny thing. I go into this sex shop because, like, I had to take a shit really bad. <laughs> and uh, I walk in there, like, it was the only place where I felt comfortable asking for the bathroom because there was, like, convenience stores with, like, Indian people and stuff. This yeah. was downtown Denver. And the lady Indian in there. Indian people are brown. You should have felt comfortable with that. I don't know, man. After that, that whole airport thing, like, I wasn't really too comfortable around them. <laughs> but I go in there, and I was like, uh, hey, I have to go to the bathroom really bad. Like, I have to pee. Like, can I just use the restroom real quick? And she's like, I don't have a public restroom. And I was like, oh. And she's like, if you don't mind, like, you can go to the restroom in the back, but you, you have to come in and go in there and come out real fast. And I was like, all right, where is it? She's like, you go past that curtain over there, and you're going to go, like, to the end of the hall, down a couple steps, make a left. Mm. It's going to split. Go to the left and, and down and then make a right. Fuck. How <laughs> big was, is this fucking place? And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I was like, can you repeat that? <laughs> so she does. And can I Google go, map this? I go behind the curtain and there's this loud beeping noise. Mm-hmm. Like the one that like tells the clerk that somebody just walks through this, yeah. you know, through this threshold. And I'm like, okay. And it's all black in there. Like I couldn't see from like the light change. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. And I see uh, this dude coming out 
and uh, he's very obviously gay. And like he's like adjusting his pants and he like looks me up and down like, hey, you. And like just walks past me. And I'm like, all right. And then I hear sex. Loud sex. Really? Yeah. And I like, I follow the directions. I fucking don't like, I'm like, all right, like just fucking. Just do your business. Do my business. So so I go in there. I destroy the place with Casa Bonita ass. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and I come out and then I realize like, uh, we have a gay friend who had told me stories about these places and it's like a. Was uh, it just like a wacky shack or was it a fucking like a sex place? (laughs) It was like, so it's called. It's supposed to be to like video preview, like the videos in the porn shop. Yeah. And uh, it's like six bucks and you get to preview them for four hours. <laughs> or no, two hours, a maximum of two hours. And so you can, the length of the movie. You can pay for more. And uh, when I when I was coming out, I realized like people go in there and like they basically like fuck in the back. Because the bathrooms were weird. Like the stalls looked like dressing rooms with toilets in them. <laughs> wow. It was kind of out there. And I was wondering why she said she didn't have a public restroom. And I was yeah. like, this looks like a restroom. And then I was like, oh. It's not public. Yeah. It's just, for these uh, fucking wacky shack people. So, but yeah, the Casa Bonita, that food gave me fucking That's crazy. bad runs. They had like puppet shows. And like, that place was weird. Nice. Yeah. A- anything else crazy or just fucking too much to. I don't think we, could, we, I don't think we could go all over it like in one show. It was, it was pretty. <laughs> You can it definitely cool. bring it up again. Some, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to your next one, Louisiana. <laughs> Louisiana, there should be some freaks out there. You've definitely uh, convinced me that it's time for me to get out into the world. I was thinking about going to Texas here in the next uh, next probably couple months, but I just bought this new car, so I don't know what uh, I don't know what my finances have in store for me here. Yeah, but uh, how's I, that working out when you drive that home? Uh, when did I drive it home? Yeah. Uh, Thursday. Thursday. No. Your first brand new car. My first brand new car. I mean, it's 2010, but it's fucking brand new compared to the pieces of shit I've fucking have gotten. And, uh, you digging it? I I am digging it. You know what? I actually had, um, I went to the, when I went to go buy the car, I had, uh, I had kind of a weird experience because, uh, the main sales guy, he was really cool. Like, we got in the car, we did a test drive, we were talking about random shit because we're both from, you know, San Diego. We're talking about like places we've lived and just random shit. And uh, we get back to the place, and I'm with a friend of mine, and we're sitting at the table, and we're waiting for, like, the paperwork, and I'm signing it. And they bring back the first thing, and they say, well, your credit score is not, you know, not good enough. So, yeah, do you have a cosigner? I said, no, I don't. And so they, you know, I said, okay, well, you know, sorry, blah, blah, blah. And I was, I got up to leave. Like, I was leaving. And uh, this other guy, this fucking Jersey Shore-looking brown fucking Italian, like, gym tan laundry-looking motherfucker comes up to me. And he's all like, he has that intimidating like sales, uh, demeanor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you can say yes and buy the car, or you can say no and wake up in the trunk of my car. You know, <laughs> kind of <laughs> yeah. like that. And he's just very, you know, just like that. And uh, he says, "Have a seat." And I'm all, "Huh?" And I look at him, and I look over at my friend, and we're both just super confused at what's happening right now. I was yeah. like, "Did I steal something?" Like I didn't mean to, you know. And he's all, "Have a seat." And I'm still confused, you know? And so he's like, we might find another bank to, to finance you. So have a seat and hold tight. I want to be like, could you not have said that? Like, just to begin with, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, why the fuck are you going to like be weird about it? So, and he comes up and I had talked to him on the phone earlier and he was like, Oh, you went to such and such a high school. You know, my brother. And I was like, no, actually I don't. And I told him what high school I actually went to. And he's like, Oh yeah, he played football. You probably know him. I was like, no, like I went to this school. There was no football team there. Like I definitely don't. So he sees me and, and he's like, 
He's like, man, you should have been on the football team. You're big. You're a big guy. Blah, blah. He said this like three times. And then like I said something else. He's like, oh, I don't want to cross you. You're a big guy. He kept saying how much I was a big guy. It was really, <laughs> really weird. But I, I wanted every time he talked. He's in the Bears. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> every time he talked, I just kind of wanted to shut down because he was just like so uh, like aggressive, you know? Yeah. Like his strategy for like, and the other guy was totally cool. You know, he was just, it's like he understood like this guy's 23. It's his first fucking car and he might not get it and that's okay. Yeah. You know, this other guy was like, no, we're going to, they looked at like three different banks and finally found like a deal for me. And, uh, so yeah, I bought myself a 2010 Ford Focus. Nice. So, yeah. It's not, it's not bad at all. You speeding it yet? <clears throat> oh yeah. 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 I was scared the shit out, out of my friend. I was driving down, uh, 67 and i was doing like 80 <laughs> she's just like uh that's a speed limit over there, like 55 55 right? yeah but it, it was right there like right by uh that last you know i think it's slaughterhouse like <laughs> slaughterhouse canyon you know? yeah where it gets super sketchy eh, just oh you were coming up i was no i was going down towards oh, yeah, like lake worse <laughs> yeah it, it was fine though i mean i yeah. felt in control so that's all that matters dude fuck everyone else and you fucking it yet i haven't fucked in it yet no that's definitely gonna be a thing. I didn't. I didn't think it'd be like a fuckable car because it's kind of like it's a Ford Focus, but there's nah, a nah, fuckload of legroom in those things, man. I fucked in a Miata one time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> You're doing it. <laughs> so we have a we have a presence in the room today. We do. We have a presence. We have a. We actually uh, scammed the college, dude. <laughs> we we got ourselves an intern. What's your name? Uh, Victoria Grayshaw. Victoria Grayshaw. Yeah. And she's an intern at what what school? Palomar College. Oh, yeah. And what are you doing at Palomar? I am a communications major. You're a communications major. And so what you're doing, this is like an internship as like a producer for something? Yeah. You know, I really wanted to uh, get some more credits. So Let's get some more. So you're taking the internship class. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What what high school did you go to? Well, I was homeschooled. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. Yeah. You know, it's really not that bad. You have enough friends to, you know. I meant you to, poor to thing because you're running into us now. Yeah. Oh, well, you know. I imagine you, uh, <laughs> I mean, are we, is our language okay? Are we, are we oh, okay? Oh, you know, just be yourself. I'm okay. fine. Okay. Because, I mean, I, no offense, I don't want to, like, offend you, but I know that, like, a lot of times uh, homeschooled uh, folk are quite sheltered from a lot of the uh, world. Uh, yeah, the world. <laughs> no offense. Again, I don't want to offend because I need you around here to, to do the things that you're internshipping for. Is that the right verbiage? Internshipping? Or is it interning? I think I, it's interning. I believe it is interning, yeah. Yeah, that you're interning for. So I don't want to scare you away. But, yeah, it seems like a lot of people... Uh, are very uh, sheltered, and we're not. So I hope we don't. <laughs> I hope we don't taint your your virgin ears. Oh, it's gonna happen. It's it's gonna well, happen. I I've been in the world a while. I mean, I'm not completely sheltered anymore. Oh, how long? Um, a couple of years. You know, I'm getting to see uh how normal people act. And is the sex good? <laughs> what is the sex good? How old are you? Twenty three. Okay. Sex good? <laughs> I, I don't really want to talk about that, if you don't mind. Oh, okay. When you do, let me know. We'll be here every week. <laughs> anyway, she's here to she's here to take notes and to... Uh, be defiled. 
and be, <laughs> to be defiled and ridiculed. No, not ridiculed. Uh, no. She's she's gonna be a great uh, test subject. Yeah, for some of our bits. I hope you don't mind. And just forewarned, this guy right here, he doesn't hold back. <laughs> not like in a rapey way. Just, <laughs> I mean, he's he's gonna say what he wants to say, and uh, just be prepared. You, you might hear some things that uh, might be startling or educational. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love to learn new things. So. Oh, you're learn a lot. Believe uh, me. Uh, oh boy. Oh boy. All right. Hey. So, um, uh, pails of pussy. Yes, that's the new name. Oh, by the way, Victoria, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good to have you here, and we hope that you can live a long, uh, uh production-filled life with us here at Toe on the Trigger, and we hope to make you a part of the Toddlers. Very, very soon. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. So, uh, I give her a week. <laughs> We're going to scare her off. You think so? In a week? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> we only do one show a week. I mean. <laughs> After tonight, she's like, you know, I, I'm going to go work at KFMB. <laughs> um, Caleb. Caleb. <laughs> K praise. I love Caleb. <laughs> do you? You love what? Caleb. Oh, you love Caleb? You love K praise too? Yes. KPRZ, owned by KCBQ, AM 1170, the answer. Um, uh, now people know where we're from if they look it up. Uh, so Pails of pussy. So, yeah, so we were calling it a different name, and I'm not going to use that name because, like I said, I really don't want to get sued because yeah. um, it's kind of trademarked. You know? It's a strategy we talked about. It's a strategy time. we talked about, and my friend at work has dubbed it the Pails of Pussy strategy. I was yeah. like, hey, that's a lot better. So, um... so <laughs> I... I made an aggressive move in my strategy this week. Yeah. I aggressively moved a uh, a girl from bucket three directly into bucket one. Successfully. No. Okay. No. I well, you no, said you aggressively moved. I aggressively moved her there, um, but not. It's not. It's not <laughs> even that it's successful or not successful. I just I, I placed her there because of the current because of the current market volatility okay <laughs> yeah. we'll say that because okay this is what happens so she works at the um the little coffee shop that's at my work there's this little like coffee tent oh, okay and um and i see her like every day i buy coffee and i just i i she's been just like deep in bucket three like this is like it may happen it may not you know so i don't really put a lot of work but i do definitely flirt and i make it yeah. you know i make it known that i'm you know a, a cool guy or yeah. whatever but um Anyway, <laughs> sounds she, like a risky move. Man. Yo, it, it is kind of a risky move. So she, and another thing is, she's like super Christian. I think, oh, like, I don't know if she is. I just know that everyone that works there goes to the same church, and so they all have like, but they, one of the guys that works there kind of says some things that seems like he goes to the church, but he's not like too. I don't want to say like Christy, but he's not like, like he's a he follows the morals, but he still wants to be like. He still wants to have a life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if that makes sense. So, um, anyway, so I was like, maybe she's kind of like that too. I don't know. So anyway, she's really cute. And, uh, and she's, she's leaving her job. Like Friday was her last day. Yeah. And, um, but she's working on this in the same like structure. She's working at the, in one of the buildings as like an accounts receivable fucking technician or some shit. I don't know. And, um, and she said she's still going to come down and, like, get coffee from there and, like, talk to her friends that work there. But I was like, fuck, she's leaving. Like, yeah. no more, like, like this is it, dude. Like, I got to do something. So 
I know that she likes going to Starbucks, right? So before I went to work the other day, I was really super early just because like I, I got woken up like way earlier for work. So I stopped by a Starbucks and I picked up a $20 gift card and, uh, you know, I asked for a little cute, like a little envelope, you know, and I, I bring it up to my little, my desk and I write on there. I write the corniest thing I could think of. Cause I was like, dude, like this is the only thing I think is going to work for this. So I said like, um, what the fuck did I, I said, I feel remiss if I didn't say anything or something like that. And I said, but three things that I know, Oh wait, backtrack real quick. So every time you buy a drink, like with cash, they ask you for your phone number and then you give them their phone number and you get like rewards points. Right. Yeah. And if you pay with your card, your phone number is already attached to it. So I've given them my phone number like a bunch of times to get rewards points. So I write on there three things that I know. One, uh, fuck, I don't even know. It's like you're, uh, this is really like embarrassing for me to do this, but I felt like I had to. Two, you know my, you've heard my phone number hundreds of times and do not remember it. And three, I do have a phone number and this is it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then I say, if you ever want to have coffee sometime or go out to dinner, give me a call. Totally stealing that. <laughs> Thank you. And so I, I go downstairs and I, I already have a coffee from Starbucks, like at my desk. So I go down there and I order this tea that I always get. So I order this tea. So now I'm like double fisting drinks all fucking morning, right? <laughs> so I, I order this tea that I always get, and she's making it, and we're talking, like, just bantering about her working and her new job. And I'm like, all right, well, I got to get back to work. And she's like, okay. And I go, but here, I got you a going away present. And she just, she's like, are you kidding me? And she lit up, like, a, a light bulb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, clever. Yeah. And thank you. I made it up myself. And so, to me, in my opinion, that's aggressively moving a woman from bucket three to bucket one. <laughs> All right. That's totally not what I had pictured in my head. No, yeah, I wouldn't. I didn't like, hey, let's go fuck in the bathroom. Like, it wasn't like that at all. But, I mean. I thought, like, you had her in bucket three, you had her number, and then, like, she was leaving, so you fucking sent her a dick pic. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, man. That's that's not even aggressive. That's just fucking, that's just ballsy, dude. That's just like, well, fuck it. Because, I mean, because for me, like, bucket three is, like, or pale three is, like, a very... Um, it's like a sensitive area. It's like a, it's like women that you want to like, you still kind of respect them in a sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, you don't want to just like, Ugh. you know, <laughs> just like throw her like some, you know, I think that like those are more like, like bucket two C's. This is the ones that you just like talking about these pails, man. I'm really, I'm trying not to hold back right now. Why? <laughs> As you just, I've had like these awkward over the last week since we talked about this. This has fucked you up pretty bad, huh? <laughs> so the next day, should I Yeah. Should I go into what happened in the next Yeah, definitely. So um let me bring this thing up. So the next day I get a, a message from this chick who um I'll just kind of read what happened. She she messaged me on on, uh, on Facebook and we were kind of talking and she basically says, uh, wanna fuck? <laughs> and i'm like uh i didn't know what to say like you know what i mean like i i told you before i took myself to the market i'm not trying to have sex with anybody or get involved with anybody like that mm -hmm. and i was like like seriously and she's uh she says like seriously whatever she's like ha 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 what bucket am i in <laughs> ha 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 i was just kidding uh and i just respond oh shit Oh shit! And someone's uh, listening. Someone's actually listening to our podcast. Yeah, and uh, it's not. That was the first time it happened. Um, it actually happened again while I was in Colorado. 
Oh yeah, where the the bucket thing came up, and um, I don't like answering. What bucket am I in? Oh, I know it's shitty. <laughs> I it's like I, I divulged a secret that I shouldn't have. I opened up Pandora's box, and it's I feel bad for it. But I think that people do need to be informed that it's something that we all do, and we didn't know we were doing it. Yeah. And then what happened was, um, so a few people that I know have listened to that episode. And Dude, actually, it's our most viewed episode so far. I was listening to the episode with somebody and they asked me what, you know, what pail I would put them in. And I was just like, dude, just don't ask me that. Like, I just, and I can't, like, I can't be like, oh, it was a bit, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was it's just a bit, it's not real. Because, like, when I talk to people about this podcast, I'm like, no, listen to it. It's got level, you know what I mean? Like. I get real with it. I, get, I try yeah. to be open and try to be as honest as I can. You're and I can't fucking, just go and take dude, that you back. You're so dude. fucking up, dude. Oh man, dude, it's, it's been cool though. I mean, it's content. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> That's how I have to look at it. It's content, it's and I've all... gotten some feedback. I was like, you know, what do you think about the strategy? You know, do you use it? And yeah, most chicks try to be modest and like, oh no, you know, I like to play the innocent girl, and uh, yeah, you know, I don't like to show a whole lot of skin, and uh, yeah, you know. Hey Victoria, do you have a strategy? Of sorts, yes. Of sorts. So, do you want to share your strategy with us? Um, maybe another time. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not... So, are you familiar with the strategy we're talking about? Oh, very. I've listened to every episode oh, several times. Look so. at that. She, did her she is a toddler. I like it. Okay. She did her research. Well, that's cool. Well, I, I did actually... I've been trying to get females to give us feedback on uh, on the on the pale, on the pop strategy. Yeah. On the pops, <laughs> and uh, no bites. Uh, yeah. they, they're either smarter than me, and they're just like, "Dude, we're not sharing our strategy with you guys. Yeah. Like, you don't need to know." But one person actually did give us give us a little bit of feedback, and and she's asked to remain anonymous, so I'm going to keep her anonymous. But she said um, that her strategy is very similar to the one that I had presented, where there's like a short, medium, and long term. But then there's like with men. With men, yes. Okay. Where, like, you know, she has she has them kind of gauged out. And I thought, I'll tell you what I thought later. So, her, but she has a secondary set of pails. One, two, and three, right? The first set is guys that she would uh, perform fellatio on. <laughs> huh. uh, the second set are guys that she would actually, like, just fuck. And then the third is guys that she'd let fuck her in the ass. What? Yeah. That's like the third the third pale, right? And she said obviously like like those ones like a guy could be in one, two, or three of those, or could, you know, be in any combination, and guys from the original three can fall into any three of those, if that makes sense. You know, <laughs> so it's so, basically the pails of pussy strategy by Rubik. Yeah, it's pretty much. It's <laughs> it, it it crosses over into different realms. So like you know, it's it, too complicated for me. It it is, but I mean, it it's the only solid piece of evidence I have, bro. <laughs> like, give me a break. I'm trying, but I think for me personally, because I know that there's definitely a double standard, and I know that for like for women, yeah. at least in my personal opinion, like every every guy for the most part. Is not in their bucket one, but like could be yeah. in their bucket one. It's easier for them. Come on, it, yeah. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's like for for us, like if we had our way, there'd be one fucking bucket. There there'd be two. Fuck and don't fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the ones that are in the fuck bucket, the fuck pail, we we would pop them in the pail whenever we wanted to. Yeah. And uh, 
but it's not that easy for us. So I figured like that's how women had it. They had like the dudes I'd fuck and the dudes I wouldn't fuck. So for me to hear that there's like, you know, kind of like a layer of like, you know, I'd, I'd fuck them, but like I'm not going to let them put it in my ass, you know, or I'd fuck, <laughs> yeah. or like I'd suck his dick, but I'm not going to go much farther than that. You know, it was kind of actually, you know, it was like, okay, like I get that, that there's like, there's a level of standard there on like ours where it's just like, fuck or don't fuck. And then, and then <laughs> you know, after they're in the fuck category, then they, then we base them on risk. You know, <laughs> the risk of the market. So she basically did what women do best. She took something simple and just complicated the shit out of it. Yeah, pretty much. But <laughs> I I had to ask her to, like, elaborate. Like, I was asking a bunch of questions. Like, so if they're in this one, but then they're, if they're, like, in, in your, your pale three of your normal strategy and you're looking to do something in a year, like, are they still, like, qualified for the other set? And she's like, oh, yeah. I was like, so can they fit in one and two she's like well they could fit in all three if they want to but usually <laughs> i was like oh man that's fucking <laughs> okay i get it i mean like, i got it it just it took me a little bit of you know i'm i'm a guy so i'm like what it yeah. did it better it have did it. uh any of the girls that you know asked you what bucket they're in no i have not gotten that yet really not yeah, at all not at all you lucky bastard. Yeah, I have it. You know what? Because I don't, I don't know. I, as as proud of as proud as I am of this podcast, like I don't, I don't plug it to like in that sense as much as you do. Like I'm more on like the social media end of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm trying to plug us to social media and build like the audience there and build a community with a lot of the other podcasts that listen to us. Yeah, yeah. And um, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that. I mean, that's that's kind of where where we need it too. Is is word of mouth from like person to person. I really should like everyone that knows about it that I know or people that I see all the time. Anyways, like I don't just go on fucking dating sites and be like, I have a podcast. Check it out. Yeah, because like I I learned my lesson from like the last chick that <laughs> that totally you know was listening that I was trying to like hook up with. Yeah. Who by the way she found she. We were supposed to hook... I'm going to talk about it. I don't care. We were supposed to hook up and stuff again. Like, everything fizzled out with the guy she was with, you know? And then she was like, oh, like we should totally hook up and do shit again. I was like, that's cool, you know? And uh, and then she listened to the episode where I talked about her and, that, and brought it up to me. And then said, no, it's all good. All is fair. Everything's fine. And we're still meant to, like... We're still going to, like, meet up and hang out. And then she met someone else again and doesn't want to do anything and i'm like that's fine like that's cool whatever um but i think she's still listening on a regular basis but i i didn't really like i don't think i like told her told her about the podcast like i didn't say hey by the way i have a podcast it's just through conversation it just kind of came up and then you know yeah and then she asked i don't even know how she listened to it. i think she just like saw a facebook post and then just like kind of because subscribing to this fucking thing is a pain in the ass, dude. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are like, dude, this is too much work. Unless they have iTunes or Stitcher already or they already listen to podcasts. Like, people who, uh, this is new to them, they have no fucking idea. And I don't blame them. Like, I, for a long time, I was subscribing to podcasts through, like, through like a blog, uh, like a blog uh, RSS reader. And that shit was not working. <laughs> so... But yeah, I don't ever like tell them how to, and I probably should. We'd get more listeners that way. But I don't know. I I have not been asked that yet. So I don't know. I think the it's a it's a good strategy. It's a know? great strategy, man. I I decided. I think I told you this uh, 
I sent you a message talking about what I felt about these women asking me what what pale they're in. Yeah. And uh, so one of them was that I said, I think that these women, when they ask, they've uh, adapted to the idea quickly. And <laughs> she knows, she has accepted that she's in a pale. <laughs> All yeah. Right? yeah she, uh-huh. she, she's accepted it as reality. And, uh, you know, now she just wants to know where she where she fits in my world. Okay. And, um, like, she knows you want to fuck her, but now she just wants to know to what extent. Or well, she just assumes that because she has a vagina, she's in a pale. No, that first girl that asked me, yeah. um, we've had sex in the past. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, I don't know why she was asking which bucket she's in. Yeah, because usually chicks you already are boning or have boned are usually right in, in pale one. Yeah. Unless it was, like, a weird thing where they're, like, a rebound or something. No, it's just something that wasn't going to happen regularly. It oh, was okay. Just like, I don't want to say it was a... <laughs> I don't want to say it was a mistake. But, she's uh, listening, bro. But basically, <laughs> fuck it, dude. I said I wasn't going to hold back. I'm not holding back. All right. Fuck it. <laughs> you didn't mean to fuck her and you did? Uh, No, I, I fucked her and it was great. But, you know, it just happened and it passed. No, oh, gotcha. It passed, you know. Where, so where would you say she is? Oh, she's a bucket one. Okay. Yeah, she's she's a, she's a bucket one. I'm All sure right. I'm sure I could probably call her up tomorrow. Oh, actually. <laughs> I'm sure I probably could have called her up last week. <laughs> you could you could call her up anytime between now and uh tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or probably tonight, depending uh, on how. No, honestly, I think uh, I think she waits until like we've we've posted it. And like and listens, listens to it right to, then. Yeah, like yeah. midnight? Yeah. No yeah. joke. Dude. So but what I call uh when these when these women accept, you know, they when they ask which bucket they're in, I feel they've accepted they're in a pail now. I, it's okay. hard for me to the pale is hard, but yeah. I mean, come on. Let's, let's, <laughs> All I, right, so they, they I, I work ex- for these people. <laughs> they've accepted they're in a pale. Uh huh. And uh, this is called pussy pale syndrome. Okay. All right. They, they get it. They understand it. They just okay. want to know where they fit. You know okay. what I mean? They want. They want to put themselves on this totem pole. And uh, you know, <laughs> ladies, if you have to ask me which pale you're in, you're probably in the first pale. <laughs> I'm just gonna be just put it out there. <laughs> All right. So right. uh, that's my piece. on That's your piece. And yeah. you just think that, do you think that women, once they know they are, um, they're going to try to like fight to be in pale one, regardless of how they feel about you? Um, I mean, putting away the circumstances of like being in a relationship or whatever, but like, you know, let's just say a single woman who's kind of interested in you hasn't really thought about it much. But like once they hear about the strategy, I think yeah, they're, they're gonna they're gonna try to fight to be in in one. Either that, or just stop talking to me altogether, or just think you're a fucking complete scumbag, <laughs> yeah, you know, misogynist, and just not want anything yeah. to do with you. Yeah, dude, I've I've made some really bad decisions moving moving chicks from one pale. The hardest part about the the strategy is not so much having the three; it's when it's time to move them up. When it's time to reallocate them, yeah, and decide where they they stand, because sometimes you know it's it's reallocation time. And it's time to put two into one and three into two, and then start building a three back up again. Yeah, you know. But then sometimes like girls in one just stay in one, and they're just pretty much indefinitely there. And sometimes like a girl that's in two will stay there, or even move up to three based on new things that have happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of women I know that are like constantly in a different relationship and it's like dude i don't have time to keep checking facebook to find out when you're single again like i wish i could have notifications sent to me so i know when it's time to get more aggressive with my strategy and move you start moving you up a little bit you know what i mean yeah but it's not that easy and i got other shit to do you know 
So you know what? If the day comes that I start using this strategy again in my life, it's gonna be hard, man. It's, yeah. Because when I was using this last, like I said, it was it was raining on me. Like I had yeah pussy falling on me left and right, and I just like it was almost to the point where I didn't know what to do with it all. Yeah. It's and uh, so much pussy everywhere. <laughs> It was hard, man. <laughs> and uh, so, no, I never had that problem of of uh, re- can I remind you of a Hold on. Can I remind you of episode 004, Labia Confetti, when you and Heather were giving me shit for complaining about my pussy problems? Can I, <laughs> can I remind you of that? And how I think I was reminded that, like, uh, you know, don't complain. You're still getting laid. <laughs> the only complaint was that I didn't have enough time for all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, it, that's hard too. Yeah, and I didn't. I really, honestly, had no trouble reallocating from one one bucket to the next. Yeah, I mean, I had like uh, my my strategy went out like three years. Even it wasn't just nine to twelve months. Wow. Yeah. I you mean, know, there so are I some was like cause, slowly working on it. Well, I mean, it was because in the strategy, there's like alternatives. You know, there's like yeah. each each pale bucket, whatever, has like an A, B, and C if you need it to, based on circumstances or based on whatever. Where, you know, like you could have a girl who's in one who then becomes in a relationship. You know what I mean? And, you know, some would think, oh, then you got to put her in three or nowhere or four. But you're like, you don't know how long it's going to be there for. And, you know, as soon as she's single, she's going to be right back in one again. Yeah. You know, because, you know, she she loves the cock. Yeah. (laughs) No, I've been out of the game so so long that I really, if if this strategy ever comes back into my life, it's going to be a it's going to be a struggle. Yeah, and I I know that already. Well, let, let's uh, let's shift some gears here and go uh, talk about what what is Mike's single life like again? Do we really need to have a music bump, dude, for Mike's single life? Like, <laughs> Mike, we need to have like Mike's a... single life. Um, ah, uh, so I <laughs> I kind of uh, uh, I'm gonna put it out there. Fuck it, man. I'm really just uh. <laughs> Talking about shit on here's kind of backfired on me, and I'm just. Uh, this is your mu- This is your music bump for Mike's single life. I don't know oh, why. Yeah, I can imagine myself thrusting into this. It's like cruising down the road. Look at me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's like cruising down the road. There you go. Just, throw, just throwing pails out the window. Just man. throwing the pails out the window. <laughs> this is your music bump. This is your official uh, so music I, bump. I kind of told you that when I had originally. Earlier today, I mentioned that uh, when I originally planned this trip to Colorado, um, there was a preconception that I was that I was gonna get laid when I was out there. Okay, right? Because you were gonna go see a bucket one. <laughs> I was gonna go see a friend, and <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, we we had we had had sex in the past, so I mean, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you just figured it was inevitable. Yeah, yeah, it was gonna happen. Um, you know, and then that, that didn't really work out that way. But, uh, when I was out there, there was a few other, um, people that I kind of ran into that, uh, (laughs) that I would have. Uh-huh. Fucked. Okay. Hard. Okay. Medium style. I'm not bailing you out of this. Whatever. I'm I'm letting you talk, bro. Uh... I'm just tired, man. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just jet lagged. I'm super fucking horny. Ladies. <laughs> Any of you that are left out there. <laughs> Any women who would like to be part of Mike's Bucket One 
you can send us a message to take a shot at toeonthetrigger.com or you can leave a message on our Facebook page, <laughs> facebook.com slash toeonthetrigger. Or if you're one of those tweeting ladies who want to give your twat, then leave a tweet at toeonthetrigger. How's that? Is that a good good plug for you? Uh, I'm frustrated, man. I, I made this. I get it. I, I made myself a promise that I was gonna like, you know, not do. I'm not gonna fuck anybody. I'm just gonna like take care of myself, which is hard enough in itself. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, now something else is hard enough, dude, and you're having some problems. I smoked a cigarette. I smoked a cigarette before the show. It had been like two days. <laughs> it was probably best that you just stopped at that point. <laughs> Fucking stressed, man. <laughs> I need to get laid. <laughs> Bro, okay, see, I understand your whole stance on just being single. You know, I, I get that. Like, I know how you feel. But, like, man, I tried the whole cutting off the fucking pussy the self-driven supply. drought. The self-driven drought. Yeah, dude, the the, the, the SDD. And, uh, <laughs> dude, that shit just doesn't, doesn't sound right. <laughs> dude, last uh, was, like, it was last year, probably in April, oh, no, like April or March or something, that you know I just broken up with uh, with my ex, and I deprived myself purposefully from sex, yeah, nicotine, caffeine, um, and not just sex, but like porn, masturbation, like just deprived myself and just had music. That was literally my drug was music. Fucking monk over here. Yeah, well, because I was reading a book at the time called The Spirituality of Imperfection. And um, it was about, like, there's a lot of parts in there about these monks that go into the desert and are basically living off of, like, self-deprivation. Like, you basically have your bare essentials and you get closer to, like, your spiritual self and how and your imperfections and how imperfect you are. And I was like, I need to figure that out. Like, I want to do that. Like, I want to figure out, you know, why I hurt so bad when I don't have these things. And so... Yeah. Um, then I jumped into another relationship and felt great. So, like, <laughs> but you know, what I found from that whole experience is, you know, even though I'm like a total pussy fiend that should probably, uh, you know, calm it down a little bit. Uh, what I really just need to do is, is like you said, just work on myself and just, uh, not try to be in a relationship. Cause I know the things that I try to do to that person and to myself. Yeah. You know, and, and the way that I deprive myself and the other person of things that, that we, or I or they need by being with them. But when I'm like in a relationship, a sexual relationship where it's just friends or even just, Hey, we fucked. That's it. You know? And, and each person knows, you know, what's going on. Each person knows what's expected in the relationship. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, it's, and I say that very on the most part, uh, emphasis emphasized is, um, is they seem to understand it. It's like, it's okay. You know, like, obviously, I've had some experiences in the past year with women who decide that, like, feelings are important, and that becomes an issue, but I think I've done a, a fairly good job letting them know that, like, the only feelings that I want to have for you or you for me is, like, a feeling of friendship at the most, you know, or even, like, like a deep friendship, yeah. but not, like, anything more, because I'm just not feeling that right now. Yeah, and that's hard for me to do. Yeah, that's why. That's part of why I did this. I need okay, to, so so you're just not. So you let emotions take control, or do you? Yeah, I have a, I have a hard time not. You know what I mean? Like it's hard for me to just sometimes just hang out with a chick and be friends. Okay. And um, I don't know. I just really I need to get to the point. I'm where... very surprised by you with that. Really? Yeah, I mean, not in like a 
fuck, dude. Like, you're so gay. But no, like, I'm actually just, like, really... Because, you know, the whole time I've known you, you know, you've been very... Um, I wouldn't say sexually open. It's just, you know, you've told me a lot about, you know... Your fuck kind monster. Of, well, you've been a fuck monster, I guess that's the word. Like, a man whore, some would say, or whatever. But, you know, you've been very open about your sexuality and, and your feelings on it. And, um, and how... It just seems a lot di- like a big shift for you. Yeah, man, I'm going through this weird change. I don't know if it's a, uh, I don't know, man. I have to, I have two kids, and uh, I, you know, I'm, I just don't want to fuck everything I touch anymore, including your kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, should we cut that out? <laughs> diaper time is just diaper time. Now. Diaper time. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! No, I. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we need a, we need a clip from a subway commercial in here. Oh so. yeah, how many kids can fit in Jared's pants? <laughs> uh. No, I just you know I I think I'm ready to settle down. Nice, you know, and I need to. There's a lot that I need to fix internally, and I can't just. That means not just having sex with everything I touch. So are you gonna do kind of what I did in the sense of like give yourself like a time period where you're like I will stay single for this long no matter what? Oh no, no, you can't do that. No. It's just, I'm just going to go with whatever feels right. You're like, I can't commit to a relationship. How am I going to commit to being single? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just for right now, you know, I'm just... Um, but do you honestly... Self-repairing. Like, like, you'd be surprised, like, how um, how fast a year a year goes by. Of yeah. course, I was getting laid that whole year, so maybe it would have been a lot slower if I was like, no sex, no relationships one year. <laughs> but, like, that whole year that I decided, like, I'm going to be single... It just it flew by. Now it's it's fucking here and gone. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, I'm not saying that I'm not going to have sex. I'm just I've made a decision, and you're you know, going to discern more who you have sex with. Yeah. If you know if it happens, if it happens and it's right, you know what I mean. And yeah. It feels I don't feel like a scumbag before or after. Then then, then so be it. Dude, I did that. You know what? I feel the same way. You know, I was I was having sex with a lot of women, and it was just like. This is so meaningless that it like it fucking like hurts inside. You know what I mean? Like I I had talked about on a previous episode, like a threesome I had had, where I just felt so like, you know, I was like in the fetal position afterwards and just felt like gross. You know? Yeah. And it wasn't. I mean, it a little bit had to do with the fact that the chick was really gross, but um, a lot of it also had to do with the fact I didn't really know this person. I didn't really. I had no respect for this person. You know, this person didn't really know me, and it just felt like the only thing this person knows about me is that I have a penis attached to my body, and it's being thrusted inside of them, and I'm being ordered by another person to put it in her ass. Like, this is all this person knew about me at that moment, you know? And that was just kind of, uh, I don't know, I just didn't feel, I felt like an object, you know? And that's kind of weird to me. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I'm I'm a a manist. If there's a feminist, I guess I'm a menist. (laughs) There's a movement about that too. It's kind of funny. There's the whole menaced movement. So I don't know. Should we wrap her up? Uh, how much time we got on there? We've been going for an hour and three minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, time flew, man. Yeah, time did fly. We uh, we learned a lot though. About, <laughs> yeah. I learned a lot, and it seems like you have a lot going on here in the future with uh, trips you're going to be taking and videos you're going to be producing for us so we're looking forward to that definitely yeah victoria are you scarred i think i'll survive you think do you hear anything new did you learn anything i, th- I learned quite a bit yes you learned quite a bit in general or about us <laughs> both both 
Do you have a strategy in place? I had, I did have one. I just wasn't sure <laughs> if it was uh, podcast worthy or not. Everything's podcast worthy. Next time? <laughs> you should see the long pause I'm looking at on the recording here. <laughs> That's a good hefty second and a half right there. Uh, uh, so, hey, right. I'm going to give you some pictures of my trip. We'll post them and uh, people can kind of check out what I saw. Um, there's going to be a couple of videos. One of them is of... Uh, the Stanley Hotel where I went and uh, took a haunted tour. The Stanley Hotel is where uh, Stephen King stayed four years before he wrote The Shining. It inspired the book. So, uh, Rock on. Yeah. I'll throw all those in the show notes. And uh, yeah. All show notes tonight are provided by our very, our very own Victoria Grayshaw. So no more of my shitty written notes. It's going to actually be a nice, pretty writing. I might even put her handwriting on there. I'd like to wish her a good luck on this internship. I hope you survive. Yeah, me too. I hope me you can too. put up with our shenanigans I'll and our bullshit it. and our uh, our minds. Our minds. There you go. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you guys can always go to our website, www.toeonthetrigger.com, and check out all our other posts. And I've set up a subscribe page, www.toeonthetrigger.com slash subscribe dash two dash podcast. That's T-O-2. And it has all the subscribe links on there for you, so there's no excuse not to. You can also go to facebook.com slash toeonthetrigger to find out anything new that's going on with us. You can check us out on the Twitter sphere, twitter.com slash toeonthetrigger, or just at toeonthetrigger would probably be a little bit easier for all you folks out there. Uh, and then shoot us an email. Take a shot at toeonthetrigger.com. Till next week, keep your toe off that trigger.